Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash using your power. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Using Your Power. My name is Maveen Cora, and I'm joined by... David Andrew Weeb. David Andrew Weeb, how are you doing? Powered up, man. Yeah, what's what's keeping you excited today? Well, I'm excited to be recording, of course, and I think we're going to take a look at how to deal with stress today. And where did that topic come from? Well, I think it's something that we all encounter at times. I know that you've got a great article on the topic, and I've shared about my story, too, about you know managing anxiety, overcoming anxiety, healing, and recovering from it. So I think it's a topic we can definitely speak to, and you know, it kind of comes and goes, or it'll be worse at some times and better at other times, but it's all something we deal with in life, and it's also something education doesn't talk about that much at all. So why don't we? Absolutely. You know, and that's what this show is about, right? We're trying to get people to use your own power by understanding who you are, try to work through your problems, and then continue to be the best you that you can be. So why don't you start it off? Sounds good. Well, something I learned in recovery was not to do heavy exercise, but light exercise. Okay. And this is probably mostly for people that have gone through, you know, a panic attack or anxiety attack, something more severe that's actually manifested in your body. I mean, don't get me wrong. It doesn't take long for, for things to begin to manifest in your body when you're stressed, you know, I found something that happened often when I found, when I found myself very stressed was I would get tonsillitis and it was definitely healable and it got better every single time. But that was one, you know, warning sign or mile marker to say, you know what, maybe I'm too stressed out and I just need to do something else. So going for walks, you know, long walks are okay too. Just don't, if you've recently had an anxiety attack, panic attack, it may be best not to dive right into heavy exercise, but to start with something light. Absolutely. You know, and, that, and this uh, kind of works in with my next points on diet. And, you know, I learned about diet uh, going through my own stress. Oh, yeah. You know, I had actually gotten ulcerative colitis and I actually had to work through that. I was on medication for a long time. You know, uh, I've been thankfully off my medication since August 2009 now. So, I mean, off of it for a very long time. Just, you know, diet was one of the big things that I had to uh, learn how to manage, right? You know, uh, being on medication sometimes, um, depending on what it's doing, it, it can affect your body in a different way. So, uh, not that my diet was initially stressing me out but it gave me a reason to maybe clean up my diet because I was feeling stressed and I said you know if I'm eating better foods and feeling better about myself you know that can uh, help me get through my own stress and whatever was stressing me at the time right Uh, so one of the things I could also suggest uh, for people to do there's a couple different articles that you can definitely find on uh, discoveryourlifetoday.com I think this uh, one of the things about the website is I really uh, wrote about my personal journey and other people's journeys as well Uh, you know recently I I did uh, had read a book by uh, Tim Ferris and uh, you know it was talking about the slow carb diet so I kind of tried it out said hey you know what uh, what can I do <laughs> and let me see what kind of um, results I can get by trying out his uh, his idea and concepts behind diet so if you go to discoveryourlifetoday.com uh, slash 10 pounds in six weeks with no exercise, you'll really see how I was able to lose 10 pounds with no exercise. And I know you said exercise is important, David, so I don't want to take away from that at all. Uh, you know, But we should look at also maybe some of the different foods and drinks we are um, consuming, right? Because no matter what we eat, it is going to release different hormones and different endorphins within our own bodies. Uh, so definitely look at that because they can either boost your mood or put you into more of a, a depressed state of mind as well. So uh, take a look at that you can also go to discoveryourlifetoday.com take a look at nine uh 
uh, slash, sorry, nine easy tips to, to get lean. And nice. again, discoveryourlifetoday.com slash uh, matcha tea. No, diet is huge. And it's a, it's a point that I forgot to include, but here's the thing. I mean, that's I th- what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> the, here, here, I think I gave this example before. I mean, somebody wakes up Monday morning, they're stressed. They have to get out of the house and go to work. Then they stop in at the local fast food, you know, Dunkin' Donuts or Tim Hortons or whatever. They pick up a coffee, which is full of caffeine. They pick up a donut, which is full of sugar. They eat the donut and drink the coffee on the way to work. Well, not to mention it's not a black coffee. So it's probably a double, double or a triple yeah. double. So they have more sugar and more cream in there as well. Exactly. And then by the time they've arrived at work, cause they're still stressing about getting to work they've had a panic attack i mean this is exactly the situation that plays out so i mean two things right there to cut out sugar and caffeine or at least minimize the amount that you're taking so that you're not causing blood sugar spikes all the time second thing to, is to meditate i think the the results of this manifest over the long term right if you do it every day for 15, 20 minutes. That's really all it takes. Even 10 minutes. If you find you can't do 15, I find 10 minutes easier to do myself, which is fine, but it's just about sitting still breathing, you know, letting your mind relax, letting your body relax. It can be hard with some, for somebody with anxiety to do, but you'll still see the cumulative effect over time. If you keep at it and you, you know, even if you find yourself more stressed out while meditating, just kind of let the thoughts go and focus back on your breathing. Right. And that's the idea of meditating too. I know that was one of my points I had as well. And I'm glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did have a couple other points that I'll bring up too. But if you want to take a look at an article on discoveryourlifetoday.com slash mindful meditation, it'll actually talk about my 2016 journey of meditation. Uh, I I was trying to meditate for 365 days. I believe I only got through about close to about 80 and not as many as I liked. This year, I'm doing the same thing again. And I'll write about it again at the end of the year, but I'm uh, well on track to getting towards that 365. Uh, But if you're looking to um, find uh, ways to release stress or relieve stress and deal with it, you know, potentially look at going to a spa, you know, that might help just kind of help uh, release that, you know, that, that feeling, that burden that you may have on your body or in your mind. Uh, listening to some nice relaxing music. Don't listen to something that's got very high energy, a lot of swearing, uh, stuff like that. Turn that stuff off. Uh, you know, maybe have, get go out and, with a bunch of friends and have a night out. You know, sometimes that can help release stress. Uh, in the on the flip side, that can sometimes also cause stress. So if you don't know what is causing it, yeah. uh, obviously do the right things for that. You know, um, and getting into nature, I think we've talked about that in many different podcasts. So get into nature and that can also help you sometimes release stress and manage your stress unless that is causing your stress. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, in some cases, acupuncture is is a good one too. Some people have found some benefits and results. I'm actually going to let Mav talk about that because it's not one of my points. No, it wasn't actually one of my points either. But Oh, uh, you just I, didn't think of it. Yeah, I didn't think of it in my little line that I just gave you with meditation. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, I missed one. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Yeah, in some cases, you know, chiropractic or acupuncture work can be helpful. But again, like Mav said, that might just cause more stress. Well, if I can add to that I know I've gone to an acupuncturist and the nice thing is you know the I, the goal of the acupuncturist is to use uh, old traditional Chinese medicine and to help release different uh, points within your body and different energy fields and, and they do a lot of work it's not something that can happen maybe over time but really you do start feeling different after you go for an acupuncture uh, mm-hmm. session and you can really start feeling your body releasing uh, maybe the tension that it's holding if maybe not the stress but at least that tension yeah and I think you could achieve kind of the same thing with a nice hot shower or a bath and just sitting in there for a while. 
another thing i mean just get back to sleep please get more sleep than you're getting <laughs> that's one of the reasons you're stressed out as you are it's one of the reasons why you may have generalized anxiety disorder or frequent panic attacks is because you just aren't sleeping that much yes i know some people brag about being able to live off four or five hours a day but you know the thing is they have a sleep mutation and they're rare and they are the exception and sorry to say you probably aren't so get your seven to eight hours and you know if you're anxiety and you have time to recover and you're not stressed about like having to get to work at a certain time then sleep a little longer too Absolutely. You know, and if you're stressed out, one of the things you can obviously do is uh, go talk to a professional, right? I mean, that's obviously one of the options that we should have out there because we're not professionals. We're not psychiatrists. What we can do is guide you to the right places. And that's kind of our job right here is to guide you in the right ways. Now, if if you're not needing therapy in that direction, potentially you can get a mentor, someone who can kind of guide you the same way a therapist may be able to guide you or even a personal life coach who can maybe kind of talk to you through that because they've been through the same things, right? So maybe looking in that direction and finding people uh, who've gone through what you are going through and, and really maybe talking to them and having them sit down with you. I think that's the same idea behind these, you know, uh, 12 step programs about mm-hmm. for alcoholism and stuff is really getting around people who are going through the same thing as you talking about it and just kind of letting go of things uh, as what you said earlier, David, is what you're supposed to do through meditation. Yeah. And there is actually a very important differentiation there. If you go to the psychiatrist, their goal is generally to prescribe you medicine, which may be beneficial in the short term in some cases may help you deal with the immediacy of the sudden stress of having to deal with stress <laughs> but I think most cases people want to go and see a psychologist who you can talk to and they will listen to you and if they really feel that they, you might need medicine they will forward you or help you move in that direction. Right. And I think any good doctor, just kind of adding on to that, David, should probably typically look at working out and diet uh, as a as a way to maybe start there because as a general ways to boost your mood, again, depending on what your, your stress is and depending on if there's some sort of illness at- also attached with that stress, that may or may not do anything. But again, there's nothing ever wrong with focusing on diet and uh, working out anyways. Exactly. Another thing that is somewhat, you know, controversial out there surprisingly is deep breathing i mean that was something that i did quite a bit of to just to kind of slow it down right when you're when you're anxious you're breathing a lot faster and that just kind of happens probably subconsciously without you even thinking about it now you're trying to regulate something that your body is automatically regulating and then you end up hyperventilating which is why you feel lightheaded which is why you might keel over (laughs) or not keel over but you'll just fall you might you know fall over or lose consciousness so It depends. I think, you know, slow, deep breathing without harming maybe your internals is better. Like, you know, don't breathe so hard that, you know, your, your chest is puffing out and, you know, your bones begin to rub up against your, your, your skin and body and stuff like that. Obviously we don't want to cause any damage. And I I think that may be the reason why deep breathing is a bit controversial out there and why people saying it doesn't work, but slow, deep breaths, right? Nothing, you know, not exaggerating the motion I think can be helpful. I like the idea of deep breathing but maybe even consider something like controlled breathing. I think that's maybe a little different, but similar to what you're saying, David. So one of the things I know I practice in meditation is I'll breathe, I'll say, I'll do a deep breath and I'll count to six and I'll, you know, just as I breathe in, I'll count to six slowly. And as I breathe out, I'll count to 10, you know, just that slow intake and very slow out, uh, out breath as well. That way I'm controlling the breath, allowing brand new oxygen into my, into my blood, allowing that oxygen to be carried throughout your body. And then you can start feeling that energy. And again, I think that does help with stress 
stress manage as well when you're able to get fresh oxygen in, and I think breathing is excellent for that. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things I think is a pretty easy, pretty simple one. Uh, a lot of times, you know, if you're stressed, you can probably t- uh, read some books on the topic, or if you're going through some sort of you know illness. I know uh, there's so much content out there. You can go online and Google anything you want, uh, but you know, really try to find the right book. Maybe try to find uh, something. You know, and we talked about if you have if if you know somebody who's gone through something as you see if they've read some sort of books and then try to see if you can read the same type of book uh, depending on what what is stressing you out uh, sometimes you're just stressing yourself out you may not have any sort of illness you're just kind of in your own way uh, there's a great book out there by Dale Carnegie. Uh, mm. It was called uh, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. Right. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have only heard of how to win friends and influence people. But if you pick up this book, it's a great book. It really helps you kind of move forward past, you know, the things that you've been procrastinating on and, and which are just starting to cause you stress. And I did do a quick article as well on discoveryoflifetoday.com slash um, <clears throat> how to stop worrying and start living as well. Um, and so go take a look at that. And the initial uh, starting of this podcast, David mentioned that I had done an article on uh, how to handle stress. It was actually uh, called uh, How to Handle Stress at Work. So you can check that out as well at yeah. discoveryourlifetoday.com slash handle work stress. Great. You know, and I think another great thing to think about is just laughter. Uh, Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, that one was was helpful for B2 and, and just watching movies or, or watching TV shows or finding something that you connect and, and resonate with, right? Like whatever it was for me at the time, maybe like How I Met Your Mother series or, or what you know, certain comedy movies or, or Happy Gilmore or whatever else. La- laughing kind of helps you remind, be reminded of the lighter side of life because people with anxiety can often be very serious and that's okay because we are intelligent beings and you know we are smarter than the average person <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of kidding but it's, it's sort of it's sort of true if you have anxiety then you probably are smarter than average in, in some ways and you're just overthinking things so remember to laugh remember to enjoy life Exactly. You know, uh, we all do this all the time. You know, sometimes we take ourselves way too serious. And I think you're right. We sometimes just have to laugh at ourselves and our own mistakes because, you know, we can try again. We can do everything all over again. Doesn't mean we can't, you know, uh, we're not, not everything we do is um, going to have a gold medal at the end of it. You know what I mean? Uh, so don't worry about it and don't stress yourself out about it, right? If you, if you are an Olympian, for example, and you're going for gold or then, yeah, for sure, I get it. You may not want to laugh at what happened if you made a mistake or something something but a majority of the people i think listen to this or you know have the opportunity to try fail and adjust and just try again right uh you know one of the things i I was thinking about too is if you're stressed sometimes we have to just reprogram our subconscious mind uh by the words we say you know where that's where positive self-talk really comes in uh and really understanding how the words you say can affect the stress that you feel now that's not true for every case it is different for um you know if you have anxiety and stuff but you can definitely uh you know, talk positive to yourself and maybe help bring some of that anxiety down. Uh, And it all starts with, you know, the words you say are heard by your your mind through your ear and you kind of program yourself to think positive and speak positive and what goes in usually comes out. So if you speak positive, positive goes in, you speak positive out and it just is a nice loop that you continually do uh, and you can find that you're able to maybe manage your stress a little better. Yeah, I mean, praying is a similar process, right? It's just kind of letting go and letting God. And if it's helpful or at least comforting to believe that, you know, there's an all-caring, all-knowing God that you can talk to at any moment. I mean, that can be helpful for a lot of people who are going through the stress, not to make you any more spiritual than maybe you already inclined to be, not to make you religious or any way, just to, you know, 
find some comfort in your life and find a way to deal with that that stress. I think I also had a subscription to anxietycenter.com. So, you know, to, to your point, Mav, about reading the right book, I mean, that's another thing you can do is go take some online courses, read about what it is you're experiencing, read why you're experiencing it, and learn how to manage it. And sometimes it's it's really not as, as hard as you think. You know, taking many of the steps or all the steps we've mentioned today on a daily basis, even for short periods of time, can help you get to where you need to go. Absolutely well said, David. And same thing, you know, when I was going through my ulcerative colitis, I, I researched about it. I figured out you know some stuff some stats about it and i said you know all the things that are written on here really don't matter because i don't care about the stats it's the stats are not necessarily all me right i am an individual i'm I'm a total different dna than all those different stats are so i can do all the right things control my diet and control my own stress through meditation that's exactly what i did right i ate better i started exercising i started meditating and i saw that my body started healing right and it took me a while i had to ask the doctor many many times i said hey take me off this medication i don't want to be on it anymore he waited about a year before he took me off and he said look you have so much medication in you right now uh, nine months worth actually and once I started to get off that, you know, I felt great and, I, and I've been lucky to feel great. Haven't had any relapses of, uh, of ulcerative colitis, so I'm happy, you know. Uh, I've, I, I believe I've been able to manage my stress a lot better than I was in my earlier 20s. Yeah, and that's an important point to not give into the fear, what you said about the stats, because I think a lot of people will read something online and go freak out even more. So it's just making more stress. That's not what you want to do. Don't give into the fear. Don't worry about what other people are saying or what their experience was. They may have struggled with anxiety for 20, 30, 50 years. You, that doesn't have to be your story. And I found that out firsthand, too. Absolutely, man. Uh, any final thoughts? No, that's it. Awesome. All right. Well, this has been Using Your Power. Find us at usingyourpower.com. Leave a comment, send a message, download your free audiobook and also you know find us on itunes or stitcher or wherever else you listen to podcasts feel free to leave a comment and a rating there too awesome and what's the audiobook called david 10 simple ways to unleash your personal power and why would someone want to download that to better their lives in 10 simple ways awesome all right talk to you next time have a great day 